Okay, Boker Tover, continuing on Dalid Ahmed Aleph. We're going to just recap the last two, three lines that began the new sugya. So we'll be back in, in place. We said that Akolamite, we cannot, even though we can water irrigating fields, but we cannot water from a well, and we cannot water from a... Um, a pool of rainwater. So the more, this is a quick review. The Shlema Kilo, and I understand you cannot uh, irrigate from the well because because there's excessive exertion and that's not allowed. Elamek Shamim, but a pool of water, what is the great problem? All you got to do is drag your foot and the water will go all the way into the field that you need. So we gave two answers. Amar Rabbi Leoi, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Leoi, and then Rabbi Yochanan says, Xera make shamim atu kilo. It's a rabbinic decree. Although watering a field from a pool should be certainly fine, but the rabbis are concerned that if people would water their fields in a permissible way, they figure, oh, I could just water my field in any way I want to, and therefore I could even get from a well. And then that will bring the excessive effort. So therefore, we don't want that kind uh, of thing that could even bring us to these types of mistakes. Rather, we would have to uh, water in other ways that do not present any mistake of tircha. Ravashi, Amar Ravashi says another reason. No, the problem is the rainwater from the pool can become a problem. Why? It could be Lidei Meikilonasi. Once water is removed from the pool, the level is going to drop. So eventually, you're even going to have to draw water from the pool. And that's going to be the problem. So we have two different problems. Is it that we're worried, make a Really, there's nothing at all wrong with taking water from a pool. It's never a problem. It's just a rabbinic degree. Or no, the pool eventually will lower down, and then you're going to do the same problem as with a well. Now, these two answers, that, now we're up to the new Gemara. These two answers depend on if you hold of the opinion of Reb that we are going to bring right now. And they have a machlok and Reb Yochanan and Reb Ashi, they disagree with Reb So both Reb Yochanan and Reb Ashi, the first was Amar Reb and Reb Yochanan, second was Reb Ashi, they both disagree with Reb Eliezer. Rav Zera said in the name of Shmuel, Naharos Hamoshim Maim Min Haagamim, streams that draw water from ponds that have rainwater. So you've got a pond with rainwater, a stream that's coming from that. So now can you get water from the streams, not from the pool, but from the stream? Mutar lahashkos mehem b'chol amoed. You may uh, draw from them on chol amoed. Now why? Well, the ponds have a lot of rainwater, so the streams are running, uh, are feeding, and they're not in danger of running dry. Okay. So now let's see what's going to be over there. So you have to make a channel. No, you already have. You already have the channel. Well, you already have the streams. You already have the streams. So now, Mar Eisler Rabzera, one rabbi will subscribe to the view of Rabzera, 
Uman leislayed Rav Zera, and one will not hold of Zera. Why? Well, let's go back. Ravashi said that the only reason watering from the pool is prohibited, fear that the water level is going to drop, and then you're going to have to draw the water. Were it not for that concern, Ravashi would say, no problem. Okay, so therefore, he will agree to this statement of Rabzera in the case of this pond-fed streams. There's no fear that the water is going to drop to a low level because the huge pond is feeding into the streams, and therefore, those streams are never going to get empty, and therefore, there's no reason to prohibit it. Rabbi Yochanan, who says that even where there's no fear that the water level dropping, still we prohibit using a pool of rainwater because of the decree that one may come to draw water from a well. So therefore, if you're worried about the Xera, the Xera is going to exist notwithstanding. But if you're just worried it's going to lose water, it's not going to lose water. So now the only question is, I'd like to know how you're supposed to water your fields. <laughs> In other words, according to that opinion, according to the opinion says with we, we, that you can't use them. So I guess this, according to one rabbi, yeah, okay. only if there's streams. According to another rabbi, well, so then what? What other alternatives oh, are there? Wait for rain. No, but we're saying you can water these fields. So if you're always going to make a gazera, I mean, where is the water coming from? It has to come from some source of water. And if you're always making a decree. What are you effectively saying? You can't water the fields? That's probably a technical question, and I'm just not aware of how else you can. It'd be a, you'd have to water the fields in a way that. Uh, no, you need a river. Yeah, that, you need a river. A river which doesn't doesn't change. Okay, but what if no one has a river? Well, I guess this is the only. Thing. And a, even a river, they'd make a zera on it. Nobody, not everybody lives near a river. Yeah, but that's, that's the only case. Well, I don't know. But anyway, that, that would be an interesting question. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that settles that issue. For one month, right? That's what you're No, 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 no. We're talking about Cholamoid now. We've gone away from Shemitah. Shemitah was an off topic. We're back to the main topic is Cholamoid. So for Cholamoid, you're allowed to water fields that need to be irrigated. But according to the opinion that's saying, oh, we can't get it from ponds of water, and we can't, uh, so if you can't get it from that, you can't get it from wells, and now you're telling me even uh, a tributary that you made off of that, according to the opinion that says you can't use that because everything's a decree, so I don't know. But anyway, that's that's a technical question that needs to get answered. Now we go back to Reb Zera's original statement. And we'll see there are some questions on that. Gufa, that original statement, that he said, streams that draw water from ponds. You can water them on Cholomoid. That was his statement. Now, we're going to ask a question on it from another Statement. is going to ask a question based on our Mishnah. Now, here's a very important assumption. Gemara is currently under the impression that the ponds discussed by Rabzera are capable of drying up. Okay, that's the assumption right now. 
That's so now I know where the answer is going to be. <laughs> he's talking about ponds that don't dry up, but they, but but right now they're thinking he's talking about any kinds of ponds. So let's take a look at our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says even though you can water irrigating fields, avolomi make shomim, avolomi make kilo. But our Mishnah says you can't water from a pool of rainwater or from a well, and we're afraid that the water level is going to decrease. And cause the person to draw. So here too, we should be concerned that the water level in the ponds will drop, and then the streams will dry out. Right. And now you got to go to the water ponds, right? So he answers Amrlei. So he says to Rabbi Yirmiya very affectionately, Yirmiya Bri, Yirmiya, my son. Okay, there's a difference. Hani agamim de Bavel, the ponds of Bavel, de lo poskidami, the water never stops. Now, Reb he quoted this ruling in the name of Shmuel. Now, Shmuel lived in Bavel, and he was discussing the ponds and the streams in his country. Now, in Bavel, there's an abundance of water in the ponds. There's never a concern the water's going to stop flowing. In the case of the Mishnah, however, there's reason to worry that the water level is going to drop because it's talking about Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael does not have such an abundance of water. Now, it's interesting. Although Reb was in Eretz Yisrael at the time he had this discussion with Reb he was originally from Bavel. So, therefore, he describes the conditions that he knew firsthand from Bavel. Okay, so it's a simple answer. If you have ponds that are in no danger of drying out at all, so now there's no problems, go use that, and that should be fine. Okay, moving on to uh, another statement related to all these topics of ponds and different statements from there. So again, all for Kolomoyed. So the rabbis taught in the following, Brysos, Hapsikos Vahabrechos, ditches and pools. That were filled with water from before the festival. I don't know why they got filled with, maybe from rain, maybe they brought water from somewhere else. But anyway, they were filled on Erev Yontif. Now the question is, can I use them to draw water on Cholamoyed? So, Usr you're not allowed to water from them on Cholamoyed. Because these are reservoirs in which rainwater is kept. The only difference in psychos, what are they? They're imperfectly finished. The walls aren't perfect. Well, brechos had inner walls. But anyway, the waters were limited. It's not coming from a spring or anything. It's coming from rain. So again, we're worried the water level is going to drop and a person is going to come to draw water with a pail. Okay, that's fine. That's statement number one. But now the, that's not any Kiddush. We already know that. But but, but if a spring-fed water channel passes between them, it's permitted. Now, what does it mean by between them? Because even if the water in the reservoir should be depleted, the person will be able to water from the channel which being constantly spread from a spring. In other words, you have two sources of water. You have a source of water that's the rainwater source, and now you've got a channel from a spring. So maybe the, the, the pool might be more convenient. Okay, maybe it's a little closer. 
that's why you're using it. But when it's going to get to the point where it dries out, then it'll go to plan B. So we don't have to worry <laughs> about that. But that was the statement of the Brysa. Okay, pretty straightforward. If it's a suspicion that the water will drop and you'll come to Tircha Yisera of drawing it out, can't do that. But if you have a backup plan, then it's not a problem because you go with the backup plan. That was what the Brysa said. Why can't you use plan B all the time? Well, I guess he wants to use the rainwater. Maybe he'll need more. One pool? No, I don't think it's one pool. It's two pools. It's a pool and a channel. Because if it's channel, then there's always water there. Then you don't need the pool. So I guess the rainwater one you want to you want to use it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's more. But maybe it's closer. Maybe it's close. But if but no, it's a spring. Yeah. A spring doesn't come from rainwater. Of course, everything does from rainwater. I understand, but it's a spring from below. It, it catches the aquifer, whatever. A, generally, a spring. Have you ever seen an air straw? I don't know. I haven't been there in oh, that long and for a long period of time. Do you see the springs in Ain Gedi dry up in the summer? No. I don't recall. No. No. So well, why not? Okay. It would like have to not rain for like four or five years, maybe, for that to happen. But a spring has to. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, but it's not typical. I'm saying, usually in Israel, they never, if that would happen, you'd see it on the news. They say, oh, yeah, it's yeah. so bad. The only thing they could talk about is the kinarius below the line or above <laughs> the line. Shkoyach. But, uh, but the aquifers below, there's always, there's always water there. It's not always easy to get to. But if he's got one, then that's not a problem. So now, that was the statement of the Brysa. Comes on Rav Papa and he's going to qualify the statement of the Brisa. Amar Rav Papa, Rav Papa. Oh, I'm sorry. There's going to be a machlokes really about this ruling. Rav Papa says, "For who?" But when we're talking about this, Sheruba shall osa sada shoisa oisa emesamai. And this is true, provided that a majority of that field drinks from that water channel at one time, but more is capable of being watered from that channel at one time. Meaning if the rainwater pool dries up, the, the spring-fed channel is capable of watering the majority of the field. Though the channel is fed by a natural spring, siphoning off a large amount of water from it at any one time can cause it to run dry temporarily. It's always coming, but if you're taking out all the water from the spring in one shot, it needs time to get from the aquifers over there. So our puppet states that if at least a majority of the field can be watered from it before this occurs. So now you could use the reservoirs from the ditches and pools because between the channel and the reservoirs, there's enough to water the whole field. And therefore, you don't have to worry about him going and drawing water when the ditches go low. What was the problem? If the ditch goes low, now it becomes a big effort. So he said, if there's a water uh, channel from a spring, you're covered. Says Rampapa, that's true, but it's only if the spring-fed channel will cover. And what does that mean? I mean, there's enough water from the channel that's being fed from the rest of, from the spring that you can release water half your field 
before the spring temporarily dries up and you just have to wait for more water to come okay but if the majority of the field can't be watered at one time for the water channel he can't use the water from the reservoirs because the fear is going to be depleted and then even the water channel won't be enough and then he'll come to draw water from the pond so that was his qualification of the original statement you got it the, the point is are we concerned when we're using this pond that you may come to draw water from it and that will be excessive use which is not tircha, uh, which is not allowed on Cholomoy so we're saying well if there's a, 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 a spring fed channel now you know you're covered so Rav Papa just clarifies he says that's only if it's actually going to cover it how is that if that rain fed if that uh, spring fed channel can at least do the majority of the field then you'll assume okay I'm drawing from the pond I'll at least get the minority of the field done now uh oh it's getting too low so instead of drawing down with a pail now I'll use the the uh, spring fed channel and I'm okay but that's only if there's enough to cover it if the spring fed channel wouldn't have enough then I couldn't even use from the uh, the rain uh, fed uh, pond and I guess you only use the spring until when the spring dries up the channel there's no water at all so that is and that's all you can do that was Rapapa's way of clarifying it was Rapapa in Israel at the time or Babel because in Babel they didn't have this problem okay so I guess Eretz Yisrael I guess this Eretz Yisrael I guess Ravashi um, Ravashi qualifies it differently even if the majority of the field cannot be watered from that channel it's still okay why interesting because what are we saying what's going to dry out it's not going to dry out forever since the water is constantly coming it is a spring the person is going to say if the field can't drink on one day, it will drink over the next two or three days. In other words, it doesn't totally dry out. I mean, the spring is shooting water. Okay, now it takes time to fill a channel. Okay, channel's filled. It's constantly filled. Now, when you're taking water out of that channel in a big dose, well, you could eventually deplete it just because you're depleting it doesn't mean the spring has stopped springing but it's going to take time the, you know slowly it, it fills up the channel so on day one okay you're not going to have any water it's way too low on the bottom but after two or three days then it picks up so he says like this whatever watering i can accomplish today i'm going to do and whatever else i'll do it when it refills in other words, you got in Eretz Yisrael, you got six days of Cholamoyed on Sukkot. And even in Eretz Yisrael, you got five days of Cholamoyed on Sukkot. You don't have to water the field every single day. So if on the first day of Cholamoyed, you're going to water the field, okay, I could run out. Okay, I would have liked to have done everything. I couldn't do everything on the first day. So I'll wait two, three days, and now I'll do the rest of the field on the second uh, time around. So that becomes the Machlokas do you have to is there such a concern i guess the ish the machlokas revolves around will the person be patient and wait the two days for it to refill or not 
some, I guess the first opinion says, well, he's already watering it. He wants to do the whole thing in one shot. You know, while, while I've got my work pants on and I'm already all muddy by working it on the field over there. Okay, and 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 it, it's it's I've already used the pond, so I'll, I'll use what, what I what I have, even if it's a tircha. But maybe he doesn't want to bother to go a second day into the field. He wants to go to some parties. He doesn't want to spend half a day on one field and then another day after day. The other one says no. He we don't have to worry, and he will wait until it refills. Okay. That's a that's a different thing. We're going to have to see. There are certain circumstances where, you know, where life and death, uh, and the livestock is sarbalechaim. It's an isudoyraiso. So then, then, then there'll be situations. There are certain situations where tirchiyasera would be allowed. We'll have to see. We're talking about uh, you know losing your main. So we'll have to see how that is allowed. Preventing, uh, preventing the loss as opposed to gaining a profit. That's, that's, yes. That's, that's the so, yeah, but even preventing the loss, we said, can't be with Tirchi Yaseira. Mm-hmm. So, she- <coughs> Shelley's saying, is, is, the question is, is that considered a Tirchi Yaseira? Here's the point, Shelley. If you want to irrigate a field by a well, how many times are you going to have to crank up that well with that pail? Maybe, Maybe 500 times? Maybe times. Okay. Now, if you draw the pail two, three, two, three, four times, how, how much does the cow drink already? Okay, so it would depend a lot on that. But when you're talking about a field, that needs tons of water. I'm sure there's no problem if you're thirsty, I'll call them white, to draw a pail of water. Drawing one pail of water, if you have a big family, to draw two, three pails of water. Okay, that, that is not a problem. And uh, okay, now you, you, your question only exists if the guy's got like two hundred, a huge farm of livestock. Okay, now we'll have to see. There could be other ways of accomplishing that. We, we've only just begun where the leniences are. We haven't even begun to think about can you have a non-Jew do it, and all kinds of other aspects. So right now we we only have what we have, but there's certainly more issues at hand. Okay. Now, another b'risa about the topic of watering fields. Tana Rabbana. Brecha shenotefes mai misoda beis ha-shlochim zu. A pool, you have a pool into which water trickles from one irrigated field. You're going to see in a minute, these are irrigated fields that are on a slope, if I'm not mistaken, this is the case. So you have a pool where water trickles from one irrigated field. It's permitted to water from that pool another irrigated field. What's going on? Two irrigated fields are situated on an incline, one higher than the other. There's a flowing spring adjacent to the upper field. That's a flowing spring. And there's a pool between the upper and lower fields. Okay, got that? Got a spring, a field. A pool, a field, all inclined. So when the upper field is water for, watered from the spring, some of the water in the ground is just going to trickle into the lower pool, which now will constantly feed it while it's coming from there. 
The bride said that it's permitted to water the lower field from the water of this pool because it's getting additional trickling because since you're watering the top field, water's going to come down and refill that. Uh, that's what the Bryce says. However, oh, the Gomorrah asks right away, but the water in the pool is likely to run out. So what will, and this will cause the person to draw the water. I mean, how much is going to trickle out already? Okay, you're going to get a little more. But if the guy is, is mamish uh, trying to get out of the pool, it's going to get a point where the level goes low, even with the trickle. So the Gomorrah says, no, <laughs> I'm Rav Yirmiya. Rav Yirmiya says, the only way we can answer is, the case where the water is still trickling from the upper irrigated field into the pool. So we're not concerned the pool will dry up. That, In other words, it, it would depend case by case by case. If there's an abundance of trickle, so that we're not, we're, in other words, he's basically saying, we're not in the case where we're not worried that the pool will get too low, then you can use it. We're speaking about a case where when you water the top one, I guess the angle is such, in other words, if the angles is such a level, you're going to have to water more than you normally would the top field because not all the water gets absorbed. So speaking about a case where the top field doesn't absorb that well, so now much more water is going to trickle down and then you and therefore, it'll be enough to keep the pool, the, the pool below filled by that. But yes, if it's not that much, then of course not. Maybe that's the logic. You see in China, they have on sides of hills, rice paddies, one level, and the next level, and the next level. So maybe they're using that logic that the water keeps going down from one to the end. Um, you see a lot of it. Could be. I guess you don't need so much water in any one place. You know, I'm saying if you have a flat area, it, sometimes you get if you have a flat area, you have way too much water. It's nowhere for it to go. So that's where when it's on an incline, that's much better. The top one gets what it needs. Once it's full, the water just flows back. Maybe the Chinese learned Gamora. I don't know. But anyway. The green, the green is having eaten today, so I have a feeling that size shows you. Uh, okay. Shows you anyway, Amar Abayah comes along now and he qualifies this answer. But this is all provided that the first spring that flows is not going to stop running, obviously. Because if the spring from which the waters of the upper field stops flowing, even though the water is still dripping from the upper field into the pool, it's not going to drip forever. And then that's going to stop. All right. Similar idea. Mm, I just want to see where the next popping place. Yeah, okay, we can go another four lines. Tanya, we learned in our bias a similar idea. Reb Shimon says, two beds in a field, one higher than the other. So instead of two fields, there's two beds, like two rows, whatever. A bed, one row and another row. You cannot draw water from the water supply in the lower one and water the upper one because that's going to be a lot of work. More than that, even in one waterbed itself, one happens to be a little lower, one's a little bit higher. You cannot draw from the lower one and bring it to the higher one. 
In other words, it's all more ideas of excessive effort. Okay, we'll stop it over there. So tomorrow morning, we're not going to have a class. No class? No class tomorrow morning. So you can go, don't come early. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay, excellent. Um.